The best conference of 2019 is just around the corner on May 3rd and 4th in Geneva, Illinois. The 2019 Doctrine and Devotion Conference on Biblical Theology is going down. For more information and to register, go to doctrineanddevotion.com slash conference. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice and Easter bunnies and helicopters. From a Reformed Baptist perspective, my name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Why are you drinking the water? All the time with the water. What? All it's good. day I like long. Water. We're like going places, we're doing things, we've got meetings to have, and you're you're like, wait, I gotta stop. You can open up your because it's like all some highfalutin, high end. What does it say? What's it say on there? Contigo. What are you talking? That's just a bottle. Oh my gosh! It's just it's and tap it's, water. It's, it's, thing. it's a shaming thing to do. It's a shaming tactic. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It fits you're drinking, perfectly in my bag. No, but you're drinking I water. You're drinking water, which water. makes me feel bad. It's tap water. It doesn't matter. It's water. You're making me feel bad for drinking coffee and diet no, coke. No, I don't. I had diet coke, coke earlier. Yeah, but you're yeah. Just don't do it. it, it, it and just, I had coffee earlier. Like, I like it would water. be like it would be like it would be like you sitting down and like doing crunches and push ups like every five minutes. Because I'm doing that. I'm just saying it's the same thing. No, it is not the same thing. You ruined the day. It was a good day. It was a good day, and you're ruining it with the water. Water's great. It was a pretty fun day. It was really fun. We we uh, we, uh, we got to spend some time together. We got it's to do some stuff. You and me and Pastor Pat and uh, oh, pre, yeah, yeah. pre oh, Pastor yeah, those guys Rob. Too, yeah. They were there. Um, we even were able to squeeze in one game of canasta, which we whooped up on. Oh my gosh, Steve! I thought he was going to cry. In oh, fact, he was crying when he, he left. Was, I think he was. He was. Pretty he, close was, to he, was he, he got was, rocked he was like, so bad. Little baby. Um. Yeah, man. It was really fun. We. Uh, you know, one of the things that that we have to do from time to time is we investigate various places that could serve as a potential site for our church location. Yeah. Cause uh, we're looking to go to three services at Easter and yeah. we don't like that. And we are, we are pulling that trigger. It is in motion. We're, we're doing our thing. We have to go to three services, not because we're a big church, but because we have a small sanctuary. Yeah. And so from time to time we check out various places and today we checked out a place. I think it's going to work it, out well. It's pretty good. I mean, it, it, again, it, yeah, yeah, it can, yeah. it, 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 it I don't it, want to like it too much because it's why? pretty nice because it's because it, I like it. I like it and it would fit us. You don't want to get your hope it, up? I don't want to get my hopes up because no, because that's what happens. It happens. Mean, that's I get, what happens. That's my life. I get, I see something. I'm like, that's really cool. That's a good opportunity. You're so pessimistic. Then, no, that's, that is, that's reality. That is my life. That is so not reality. Whole, you are just, you are just all about the glass is half empty. How when do you I, okay, live like this? How do thing. you live like this? Oh, okay. Here's how I live. When I was 16 years old, uh, my dad goes, Hey, uh, uncle Jerry has a line on a car for you. It's a mint condition. It was like a, I don't know what, what year it was, but it was a Trans Am, mm. right? It was like this blue with the T-tops, like the bird on the cover, on the hood, a fast muscle car. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. And he's like, yeah, the lady is getting divorced and it's her husband's car. And she just wants to sell it real cheap because she's, you know, she's mad. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll take it. And he's yeah, like, yeah, I'll benefit uh, off uh, their five, despair. 500 bucks. That's pretty good. 500 bucks. So that, that, Joe, you should have known that. All right. So no, no, no. It's all legit. Mm. I go. And my dad and we're there and Uncle Jerry's there. And so, and there's the car just glistening, beaming, like sparkling in the sun. And, um, and so I go, all right, man, let me go talk to her. Like I got the money I want to pay. And Uncle Jerry's like, Hey, hey, hey listen, she's moving, right? See all the, she, she's moving these boxes into the moving truck. Well, let's help her out. Like she's doing you a salad. Let's do her a salad. Help move. Yeah, her it's stuff. very nice. Yeah. I'm like, all right, fine. That's that cool. I got, it. so I go in. Hi. And she's like, who are you? Um, oh, I'm, I'm uh, uncle Jerry's nephew, you know, whatever. She's like, Oh, thanks for helping. Right. I'm like, it doesn't introduce me. So I'm moving all the boxes, get the whole thing loaded. I'm sitting or standing in the back of the moving truck. And I look and this guy pulls in 
to the parking lot, like whipping in, like the tires are screeching and he parks it real fast, hops out and runs <laughs> into the apartment. I'm like, who's that guy? And Uncle Jerry's like, I don't know. And then the dude, like two minutes later, comes leaping out of the front door with these keys in his hand. Like the sunlight is catching them as they're jingling in his hand. And he, he jumps out and gets into my car and drives away. <laughs> That's my life. That's why I don't want to get my hopes up because, oh, like this is a cool thing. This is a good opportunity. Maybe this could work. And then it doesn't work. I think we found your Rosebud. I don't know that reference. So Aww. Rosebud? Yeah. Is that Zuzu's Petals? Is that the same thing? Are you kidding me? Do you really not? You're not? Come on. Uh, Streetcar? No. With this, oh, this, oh, no. You really Rose... don't know? You didn't see it? What is it? Citizen Kane. No, I don't want to watch Citizen Kane. Oh, come on. Come on. What am I watch Citizen Kane for? Man. Hey, you know what, though? It is Easter time. It is uh, it is the holidays coming up. Like we're getting ready. We're gonna do our Good Friday service, like we always do. Mm. Uh, we do Easter, and um, we got an email about it, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah we, was, uh, uh, you want me to read the email? Go ahead. Go. Don't read the name. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're just re- we're gonna redact the name. All right, here we go. I've noticed a lot of churches doing community events to point to their Easter services or their regular Sunday service. Some are doing photos with the Easter bunny with an egg hunt or a helicopter drop. Do you think using church funds and resources for these events are moral and or wise? Is it good practice to use gimmicks to get people to come to church? Ooh, that's, well, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good question. And of course, power, we're question. always pro gimmick. I mean, we are like all get, getting people to church by gimmicks, whatever works. What, like, yeah, we're yeah, super pragmatists. cannons. Yeah, whatever. But, you know, uh, water balloon fights in the sanctuary. <laughs> um, no, it is. It is a good question. And obviously, you know, uh, being really a part of the reformed tradition and, and the Baptist tradition. And in that sense, the Puritan tradition, we're not big on, on gimmicks. We, we don't really like them. I mean, gimmicks are fine in their place, but not for drawing people to church. Um, but why don't we just kind of walk through this a little bit, Jimmy? I mean, the Easter, we, I mean, we celebrate Easter, right? And if we're talking about Easter, we're talking about the church calendar. Yeah. We, and that's the thing. I mean, it's for us as, as reformed Baptists, we're not, it's not really that important to us, the church calendar. Like no. we celebrate the the highlights, Right. Maybe there's we, a highlight reel on the church calendar. Reel, uh, Christmas. Yep, we do that uh, one. Easter. That's or, pretty much well, it. Resurrection Sunday. Yeah, that's right. Because um, you know we don't we don't we're not big on the church calendar. I mean, the, a lot of the reformers and the reform tradition pushed back against it, not because of what it was trying to do, mm-hmm. uh, which is you know teach people broadly uh, a scope from scripture and the yeah, Christian yeah. tradition tradition, but. Because it it tends to elevate some Sundays over others. It uh, it introduces new rituals and means of grace that are not necessarily biblical. Okay. Um, it, it, we get a little bit we get we get uncomfortable with that, so we're not big on it. Uh, but but we do we'll go ahead and em- embrace Easter and Christmas, right? And, yeah. and and we'll do Good Friday, right? It's, yeah. it, and the thing is, when we do those those holidays, those Sundays aren't any different from any other Sunday. It's it's it, it's. It's the same stuff. The only difference is, as it is different with every Sunday, is there are thematic differences that relate to the scriptures that we're reading or focusing on, preaching, singing, things like that. Um, but the resurrection, man. That's like, important to that's us. That's really important, right? That's critical for us. I mean, we're talking about – I mean, we're talking about salvation. We're talking about uh, – uh, we're talking about our God dying on the cross, being re- raising himself from the grave. I mean – 
for us. If the, resur- the resurrection is so important, if if it isn't true, then we're the biggest fools. What Paul says, we're the biggest suckers yeah. in the world, right? Yeah, we're to be pitied. Yeah, in First Corinthians fifteen fourteen, right? If Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain, and your faith is in vain. Meaning, it's all useless. Our ministry, our calling, what we're laboring in and sacrificing for, it's useless. And even your faith, your personal, subjective, feel good experience of Jesus is a big nothing experience. It's it, it is a zero. It amounts to nothing. Um, we are of all people most to be pitied, Paul says, right? Mm-hmm. So Easter is very important to us. So then why why do we, well, then why should we do Easter? Or why do we, I guess, do Easter as yeah. a church? Because really we celebrate the resurrection every Sunday. It's, yes. what, it's that that's the Lord's day. Yeah. First day of the week, Jesus rose from the dead. Up from the grave he arose with a mighty triumph for his foes. Right? Like that. Like that, that sound. We don't sing that song because it sounds terrible. Mm. Lyrics are good. The melody's no good. We don't sing it. Oh, okay. we're not going to sing that. I mean, I'll sing it now, but we don't, we don't sing it. Well, thank church. you for sharing. Uh... So why do we do it as a church? Well, I think there's a couple of reasons why most churches continue to celebrate Easter, even if they're not down with the whole liturgical calendar or church calendar. Okay. One is history, tradition. Like tradition, it, it is something that we have celebrated at this time of year, uh, not because this is the specific uh, date on which Jesus rose from the dead, but it's a good opportunity uh, to highlight a doctrine that um, that is critical to our faith. And so we say like, oh, this is going to be a day in which we really – we hit it hard. Yeah, and along those lines, I mean it is a cultural touch point. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an opening for us that uh, – to engage in the community with, right? Right. Uh, and you see that. Often we see that we see more people show up on Christmas and, of and Easter. And so you, that's an opportunity to proclaim the gospel. Yeah. Uh, even more. I guess, can you guys even more? I'm, I'm trying to think. No, how, but it's that's like, weird, yeah. but you know what I mean? Like, you know yeah. that people are coming and you're able to uh, use this as an opportunity to proclaim God's word. And that's more of the reason why we celebrate Easter because as a church, it's not because this is the time of year we celebrate the resurrection. We celebrate the resurrection every Sunday. Mm-hmm. So our Easter services aren't any different from any other time. Uh, the reason we actually hop on, who is screaming through our parking lot right now? That's the uh, the guy. The, is that Pete? Yeah. Oh, hey, Pete. Mm-hmm. Slow it down, bro. <laughs> we hear you. <laughs> hey, your daughter listens. Your son will listen. Hey, tell, you, tell your dad to slow it down. <laughs> stop, <the> stop. <laughs> I'm just joking. So it's, it's distracting. My ADD kicks in. And yep, I going. Squirrel. So listen, I think you're right. Everyone is familiar with Easter in one way or another, whether it's just Easter bunnies and pastel colors or the resurrection of Jesus, people wind up coming to church. And Joe dresses up in... in I go full pastel. Oh, man. Full pastel. And then he's like, hey, you know the greatest treasure you can find? Jesus. Yeah. Well, that's he's, why in, I, he's, in the, he's in that golden egg. That was yeah, a great... I, I mean, I, I, I did. I personally... You know, I, I struggled with your illustrations last Christmas. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah well, yeah, your golden egg and okay, you're and lying. You're people searching knows, through. Okay, as, as we people navigate, know. as we as First we of all, you said Christmas, you meant Easter. Second of all, <laughs> as we navigate, uh, these people listen to my preaching. Field, there's no as we navigate the no, field no, and search I for these eggs. Mm-mm. Some eggs are empty and hollow and leave you empty nope. inside. No, nope. but the one, no, nope. the one true Not God has it. an Easter egg out there for you. Did you see? I got stuck on my preaching this Sunday. Because I inadvertently alliterated, I couldn't help it, and so I had to push back against it. And uh, it was like everything was D and D, and I'm like, I'm not doing this, uh, you know. Because we were talking about humility discovered and humility developed. Mm. Uh, I had, and then I, I changed it to maintained. <laughs> I, just, I, I can't do it. So yeah, that's. I think that's a big reason why we do. Um, you know, Easter as a church uh, and all that. But this guy, you know, he's asking not just about. This is real. This is people do this. 
Well, he's, he called it a helicopter drop. The, the helicopter is not dropping. The helicopter is dropping. Dropping the eggs. Yes. Easter eggs. So that, clear. Yeah, but yeah. Do people actually do that? Churches totally do that? Do. If you just Google Easter egg, uh, helicopter, egg drop, whatever, uh, you'll see. And there are like big churches that put out like multi-page documents on how you can do it and do it effectively. Right? Because there's like a whole way to do this. It's a real thing? It's a real thing. People, you've heard of this. Come on. You've heard of that no. Easter egg drop from helicopters. No. They do it out here in the burbs of Chicago, no, man. I, I, big I, churches like to do this. I've, I've never seen that. All right. But we'll look, or but, never heard of it either. Let's, before we get to the helicopter thing, let's just talk about egg hunts. All right. Easter egg hunting. You've heard of that, right? Is that something you've heard of? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. You have heard of that. Your I kids have hunted Easter eggs in yes, your backyard. Yes, of course. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. Of course. You, of course. You of said course. It. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe they there. shouldn't. Well, oh, really? You think so? So if a, <laughs> if, if a church puts, puts on an Easter egg hunt, good or bad? Uh, it's good. I don't think it's bad. Why not? It's not about Jesus. Oh, well, then what about a, uh, like a, a, a picnic? Jesus, about, Jesus had picnics. Okay, but well, he didn't hunt for eggs. Oh, okay, playing softball. When he playing softball, Jesus played softball. Oh, did he really? I don't. Maybe not. What, what I don't think his, he did. What was his? Uh, what was his average? Five one thousand. <laughs> one thousand. It would be one thousand. Am I right? Did I get a baseball number? Five. <laughs> I was gonna say five hundred, but it's bad in a thousand, which is impossible. Mm. But that would mean that you've hit every time, right? Is that right? Did yep, I get it right? You're good. You're good. All good right. Job. Good Look job. at that. All right. So, um, no, I, yeah, I think you're right. This is uh, an Easter egg hunt is a game. Eggs are hidden. Kids try to find the eggs. It's fun for There's the prizes. kids. It's, it's no it. different than a bouncy house or volleyball or anything else. It's, yeah. it's, it's a good barbecue. time. Bar- ooh, barbecue. Barbecue. Now, just because a church has an Easter egg hunt doesn't mean that um, Jesus is getting left behind. Right? Doesn't mean that Jesus is ignored. It's a game. <laughs> the church is not Kirk Cameron Jesus? Yeah, they're not, they're not, they're <laughs> not uh, left behinding Jesus here. Uh, but the helicopter egg drop, that's... That seems weird. Now, maybe it seems weird to us on the front end or to you because you're not familiar. Maybe it seems weird to you on the front end because you're like, helicopter. I know your first question is. Yeah, how much? What? <laughs> I know that's your first question. How much? How, what's that cost? How much who's paying for that? Yeah, who's, what's this? <laughs> well, that's a good question. I actually went on Twitter today and I asked. Um, and I asked this. I have a question. How much does it cost to rent a helicopter for an egg drop on Easter? Parentheses, no, this is not something we are considering for our church. This is just research. So about 90% of the multitude of responses were making fun of me. and uh, <laughs> But I did get a response from Eric Williams. He said, having worked at a church that actually did this, the answer is around $10,000. Now, I know a pastor in the town before he got fired who spent 10000 a month on his own discretionary stop budget. It. Okay. So, <laughs> stop, stop, stop. All right. So the question is, is it, that's a lot of money to spend on a game, right? $10,000? Oh, yeah. No, no. That, that's, that's Why are you opening your phone? Because I'm ch- getting my calculator out. Oh, you're going to do it. Okay, so $10,000 no, divided it. by 300 people. Okay. What, what, what were you checking? No, I was trying to think, okay, is that like for a lot of churches, 10,000, you know, 10,000 could be like what they need for the month or yeah, what they like 10% need. 10% of their budget. That's if it's a small church, 100,000 bucks. God, goodness. You're going to 10%. Well, and obviously a small church is not going to do obviously. this because they don't have that obviously. money. So even if you do have the money, it seems like, I don't know that this would be a good investment. I would, I would say it's not really a good investment. I'm 10, with you on that. I, I don't think it's a good use of. All right. What, what if it's free though? What if. Because like I had a guy respond online. He's like, oh, our church got it done for free. They said it was done for free based on the people that they knew or whatever. What if it's free? Helicopter egg drop. Don't if be a it, hater, Jimmy. Don't be a hater. I mean, if it's free, it's free. I mean, if you're already going to do – but there's still that aspect of the gimmick. 
But is the is the gimmick the helicopter? Is the gimmick the the egg find? See, like when I pastored a small church in rural Kentucky, um, the church had long had an Easter egg hunt, so I had to officiate when I was there. Okay, and um, it's all the neighborhood kids are invited. Eggs are hidden around our property, and the kids all come, and then we explain to them the thing, and they all got do a little devotional, the whole thing. Um, and it was just a nice thing to do. Is that a gimmick or is it just a, a nice gesture? See, I think I, I lean towards nice gesture. I think it becomes a gimmick if it becomes the means by which you are playing on people's desires to get them to plug into your church. Whereas this little church in rural Kentucky was just doing it to be a good neighbor. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that, Joe. I I, I think I struggle in my head, but it, it yeah. No, I, I don't think it's a gimmick. I think that – but when they – when you I just – I guess I want to think of when you bring in the helicopter – the helicopter to me is the is the sticking point. Half of the responses to my my tweet, yep, were Arnold Schwarzenegger get to the chopper, <laughs> putting on the camel on his arms. Yeah. All right. So maybe people would argue this is just we're just loving our neighbors. We're just trying to pay. Hey, listen, y'all know y'all gonna do Easter egg hunts. Why don't you come to our church? We're gonna we're, yeah. gonna, we're gonna do this thing. But best case scenario, I want to be gracious. There's a lot of churches that are doing it because they want to serve their community. Right. Yeah, great. Good, good, good motives. Now, I don't have it with me, uh, but somebody sent an article through the through the Twitter, uh, through the Twitter about this church that that had one of these things, and it was an epic disaster. Like Lord of the Flies, like kids were like fighting, and parents were being crazy. It went bananas. So, so much for loving your neighbor and that thing. <laughs> but uh, here is more the gimmick level, right? So, next level church in Holden, Massachusetts. Um, there's an article you can look and look this up online. Uh, they did a 100% free helicopter egg drop uh, with a condition. You had to register online and you had to attend the Easter weekend service. And if you didn't do that, then you would not know the secret location of the <laughs> egg drop and uh, you wouldn't get the wristband and the bags, and then you wouldn't if you didn't have that special stuff, pink egg collecting bags. That's right. So uh, event staffers would uh, would be in the parking lot waiting, and they would check for the authorized resident. All right, that's the gimmick you're talking about. Like that, that's that to me is that not that's weird. I think that's wrong. I think that you're trying to get people. People are coming for the event, not Jesus. Right. right? And so, like in in one sense, a lot of people will, will, will wind up coming to church for the wrong reasons. I don't want to feed into that. Right. You like okay, so maybe you came because it's Easter Sunday. And so you're like, hey, it's, it's the one time you go to church. I want to hear a feel good message. Mm-hmm. Right. OK. So what I'm going to do is, is I'm going to preach the gospel, which will make you feel terrible. And if you embrace it, it will make you feel better. <laughs> but, yeah. you, but you can't get to the good unless you really embrace the bad. And I think and there's also the sense of like you're you're uh, I think you're subconsciously telling people, right, like to be part of the club, you have to buy in. Do you know what right. I mean? Like that to me is is what's really messed up here is uh, you're forcing people in when if your heart behind it, I think, is to serve the community. But you're, not, you're no longer serving them. You're holding them hostage. Yeah. And I, again, I, I think I think we could we could they would argue, I think, in the best case, you know, they would say, listen, um, we we want to give them the Easter egg hunt. But what's more important? The gospel. So before they come to the Easter egg hunt, we're just saying, like, first, you got to come to church because we want them to hear the gospel. We want them to get saved. That's our ultimate desire for them. OK, great. But at this point, even if it's not about growing your church, even if it really is about reaching them, you've essentially said uh, you you're making them jump through hoops. Yes, that they really aren't interested in. Yeah, I, I don't like it either. No. But if we're just talking big picture, Jimmy Easter egg hunt, you pro 
or anti Easter oh, egg I'm hunt? Pro. You're pro. Yeah. E. e pro Easter. H E E H. Eh. Eh. So, all right. So if there's definitely a way to do it bad, we, we see a bunch of examples of that. If you're gonna if you're gonna do the Easter egg hunt, and we don't like the helicopter thing. We but whatever. If it's well, we also for don't free, do the Easter hunt thing. We don't we don't know. We, we got time for that. Yeah, like I said, mm. I'm 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 when I say pro, it doesn't mean I want to do it. Yeah, you're not I'm just ag- saying you're just I'm not, not yeah. against it. I think you, you you're saying you could do this in a good way. Yes. All right. So if people are gonna do an Easter egg hunt. What's the most important thing about them and their Easter Sunday and mm-hmm. everything? Well, first, I think uh, first and foremost is is focus on Christ. That mm-hmm. Jesus is is the reason for the season, Joe. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, just really, really focus on on his work uh, and, and what he has accomplished. Right. Uh, Satan is the reason for the treason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're so proud yeah, of yourself right pretty now. Good. Just pull that right But yeah, I mean, focus on Christ. Don't make it about the game. Don't make it about the hunt. Don't make it about the gimmick. Uh, I mean, make that's, it about the gospel. Your, that's for your church, right? Yeah. So if you have an Easter egg hunt, though, you don't. Have, are you saying you have to make that about Jesus? How well, do you make an Easter egg hunt about Jesus? It's like the softball game. Well, you, like I said, you did it last year. Stop um, it. Stop it. <laughs> I know I didn't. So I, I think you're right. I think I think. About Sunday and about the church, we need to focus on Christ. Yes. If you're having a party, if you're having a picnic, this is a game. This is an offering to the people. This is a, a nice thing. But I think you and I agree, it either needs to be closed to the public and just for your church, or it needs to be open to the public, but not conditioned upon whether no, or not there cannot be gonna... conditions. I would say just it's either open or closed. And I mean, preferably, if you're going to do it, I would I would say be Go, open. Yeah, like make it for everybody. Yeah. What are you going to have 25 kids? All right, cool. That's great. They all know the gospel. You're blessing them. How about open it up to the neighborhood yeah. and get like 25 more kids in there? And bless them. Yeah, and let them, you know, who knows what God might do as you're blessing them. They might build some relationships, make some friends. might lead to the gospel being preached to them in the context of those relationships. Maybe they'll start to come to church on Sunday of their own volition, not because they're getting, you know, kind of. Yeah, uh, they felt cared for. They felt yeah, loved. Oh, and that's what they wanted. Cool. Yeah. They didn't expect anything from me. They didn't, yeah. they didn't say I had to go. I'll tell you this right now. If you tell somebody who doesn't go to church, you want to come to my thing? You got to first come to our service. What do we do in every service? We ask for money. So what does that tell them? Well, they want my money. Yeah, that's exactly what it tells, especially the unchurched. So when I was doing Young Life, I had a kid. He kept uh, inviting his friend. And he was like, I got to give him to church. Got, but his friend just didn't want to come. to like, dude, just, just pray. You know, keep inviting him. But be, be chill. Be cool. One day he calls me like, dude, he's coming. I'm like, oh, man, praise God. He's like, yeah, I told him there was going to be pie. Like, <laughs> Bro. Was there pie, though? Huh? By the grace of God, so there, there wasn't was. even it wasn't there wasn't planned pie, no planned pie. Oh my gosh! But I think I think he said something to a friend of mine uh, uh, who said something to his wife, and she brought pie that day. Nice, yeah. What, that, what, 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 what kind of pie though? I don't remember. I didn't have it. It's not a Canada, probably a meat pie. Something terrible. <laughs> Canadians can't make. But pies. I was like, dude, how you? And he just casted. Oh, that's his name. Casted just kept looking at me once. He's like, look, there's pie, yo. I'm like, you know, I invited when I was a new Christian. I was out of high school, but I went to the youth group because there was nowhere for me to go. Mm-hmm. And so my friends were all pretty hard dudes. Like they were just, you know, fighters and whatnot. And so one of these guys who was a real tough guy. Uh, now it's weird. A lot of tough guys are insecure, right? Yeah, yeah. he is, right? Yeah, so a tough guy, but Joe insecure. Is, yeah. So I definitely am. So I had advice. I was like, why don't you come to this thing? Man, I want you to hear what's going on. It's pretty cool. He knew I was a Christian. Now he's like, all right, I'll come. And he's like, and he asked me. He's like, on the way, he's like, they don't make you do anything stupid, right? Like, you know, take off your, I don't take off my boots or anything. I'm like, no, we don't, we don't do anything like that. So we get there, and we had this thing where everybody had to take off their shoes and throw them in the middle of the floor. Oh. And he happened to be wearing this was before colored socks were a thing. It's in the eighties. He took off his cowboy boots, and underneath were these 
light red socks. <laughs> never came back. Homeboy never came back. He no. was so embarrassed. So, okay. Easter, egg hunt, good. Good for everybody. Make it a game. Not, not conditioned upon anything. Yeah, it's got to be right. open. Good. Be open. You know open. what else is open, Joe? Uh, 7-Eleven, 24-7. Yeah, 7-Eleven and uh, the Doc and Devo conference happening in May. It's open to the public. Open it is to open everyone. to all who... Who pay? We're gonna pay. Who's to gonna get pay? In. I mean, of course. So, yeah, <laughs> we gotta go online and register. It's Easter egg hunt, people. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta fly on these speakers. So yeah, we got we got the conference coming May third and fourth here in Geneva, Illinois. Uh, on biblical theology, we got Dr. James Hamilton, we got Doug Logan, we got Joe Thorne, we got myself, you got Jen Thorne, we got Nick Batsig, we got Phil and Jasmine Holmes, we got Steve McCoy Pond. No, this listen, is tell be everybody amazing. what I'm sitting on right now. Like I'm, I'm barely. I'm, I, there's. My office is packed. Our office is packed. I'm, what am I sitting on right now? A bunch of swag. I mean, it's just boxes, books, <laughs> boxes, boxes of, books of swag. Books. Like all Only kinds. Only four hundred sets. We have, name one. Name name one set of swag that we're going to be giving. One book. One book. Okay, one book. How about uh, how about some J C Ryle, yo? Oh. How about thoughts for young men from Banner of Truth? Oh man. Yeah. Now that's, that's what, included. And that's one of the things that you're going to get for free uh, in your bag. But then we're also doing giveaways. I mean, like, there's actually, like, you can get stuff that you're not going to get in your, and these are, these giveaways are good. They're good. Giveaways. I mean, what I'm sitting on right now is awesome. And so you're actually, if you get this box, it's a big box filled with this stuff. My butt imprint is on the top. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Yo. You're welcome. So head on over to drvotion.com slash conference and register. All right. What about Easter bunnies, man? What about them? Do you like the Easter bunny? I'm neither here nor there. How can you be neither here nor there? I don't really regarding care. Easter bunnies. I don't really care. Why not? Because I just don't. But no, but there's a but you, there's a reason why you don't care. Why? Well, because you have a traumatic experience. No, or I'm something. not. Having like, I just don't care. Did, uh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not. Did sitting, you grow not, up with Easter bunny? Um. No. No, neither did I. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't. I don't remember my parents ever talking about the Easter bunny. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they did like the whole hide the eggs, things. right? Yeah, yeah. But you knew it was like parents hide the eggs. You didn't yeah. think there was like a an anthropomorphic bunny running around hiding eggs. Yeah, and okay. even with my kids, I don't, you know, I don't talk about the Easter bunny or nothing like well, that. Well, they're too smart. They ain't buying that nonsense. No, no, the kids no. are like, no. <laughs> like, no. Are you stupid, Dad? <laughs> don't be stupid. <laughs> Where'd you hide them eggs, Dad? So where did the whole uh, dumb uh, Easter bunny thing come from? Like, what? what is... Uh, yeah, well, it's this, a weird thing, right? It's a weird thing. Like, oh, like there's a bunny that like like hops around and, and well, drops lays eggs. Egg. It lays eggs, and you're gonna. It's weird. What, it's chocolate filled. So actually, uh, Time Magazine. Uh, what's the origin of the Easter Bunny? I'm gonna read this. You can find this online. Don't read the whole thing. It's too long of an article. Just okay. Uh, the exact origins of the, of the Easter Bunny are clouded in mystery. Done. What? All right. Oh, still. <laughs> One theory is that the symbol of the rabbit stems from pagan tradition, specifically the festival of Esoter. Esoter? It looks like no, it's it's Eoster. It's it's Oster or Eoster, something like that. It's E O S T R E. Ostre. Ostre. All right, so the festival of let's just say Easter. Yeah, a goddess of fertility whose animal symbol was a bunny. Rabbits known for their energetic breeding, the conjugal love. They're married. Have traditionally symbolized fertility. Eggs are also representative of new life and is believed that decorating eggs for Easter dates back to the 13th century. Hundreds of years ago, churches had their congregations abstain from eggs during Lent, oh. allowing them to be consumed again on Easter. Okay. We're not even going to get into the Lent thing. You guys know what we think about that. All right. And then um, there's also another article that we dug up from history.com on Easter symbols and traditions. It says, according to some sources, the Easter bunny first arrived in America in the 1700s with German immigrants. <laughs> Thanks of a lot, course. Jen. 
your family people brought the Easter Bunny here. Uh, they settled in Pennsylvania and transported their tradition of an egg-laying hare called Osterhase. Osterhase. Osterhaus? Osterhaus. Osterhaus. That's a horror movie. Osterhaus. Yeah, that's a scary movie. Their children made nests, which this creature could lay its colored eggs in. Eventually, the custom spread across the U.S., and the fabled rabbit's Easter morning deliveries expanded to include chocolate and other types of candy and gifts, while decorated baskets replaced nests. Additionally, children often left out carrots for the bunny in case he got hungry from all his hopping. That's cute. That's cute. And it's a little weird. Um, All right. So, obviously... Uh, it's a fake thing, right? Yeah. It's not a real thing. Nobody really believes in it. Wait, it's, really? Yeah. Oh, it's not real. It's uh, it, is like, Santa real? So, uh, Santeria? What'd you say? Is Santa real? Oh, I thought you said Santeria. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's real in in, in the hearts of of many children whose parents mm. lie to them. So, um, <laughs> look, this is like a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, parents. Tell their kids stories. And I know there's a a lot of Christians who are like, I would never lie to my kids. I'll tell you right now. I've never lied to my kids about uh, Santa Claus or Easter Bunny, but I have bold faced lied to my kids to play a joke on them. Just not Easter Bunny or Santa Claus. So, and I would imagine that most parents have done that. Like, you know, like, oh, sure. That's, um, that's real good. You should, you should take a drink of that. It's really yummy. And then, you know, they're going to hate it. Like you're lying to them, not in. In, with the intent of deceiving them long term, but to get them to drink something that's going to make them gag. I mean, I, I've lied. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, like it was Elias's turn to pick what pizza we we're going to have. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I want Hawaiian. And I said, they're out. He's like, well, can we call it the other place? I said, they're all out. Now, listen, why would you deny Hawaii? Hawaiian is the best pizza? It is not. I the love best. the Hawaiian. No, you do not. I do too. You're, you I are do. Nope. 100%. You are 100. a liar. I'm 100. Liar. You are not 100. You ask Jen. I'm going to ask Jen. If we you go are to California, not- if we go to California Pizza Kitchen, you will get I get the Hawaiian? Hawaiian every time. What is wrong with you? You're I wrong. Love the, unless they you use are so unless wrong. they use barbecue sauce instead of marinara. That's lame. That's no good. I don't like that. But I do like just regular pizza. Got the cheese on there. What you is got the Canadian bacon you? on there and some pineapple. So Canadian good. bacon. You mean ham? Yeah, it's ham. Yeah. <laughs> ham? Because Canada can't do anything right. Ham they can't and, even do bacon right. <laughs> ham and pineapple. Oh, I like, how you like my bacon? Eh? It's called ham, bro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so anyway. Um, so we, you know, we we tell fibs to our kids to play jokes on the play around. For we real though, around. that's gross. Why? Can it, oh, it's so good. All right, I listen. Let's, can we move on? Nobody cares about my. I can't, tell if, I can't tell if you're lying. I'm right being 100 percent true. For real. That's gross, Joe. Oh man, I, I might get some tonight. No, you're I'm working not. late. Um, all right. So, w- what are your thoughts, Jimmy? If we're just talking about the Easter Bunny, yep. um, you know, like we 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 don't get our kids to believe in Santa, but. Like we all play around, like oh, Santa's gonna bring your presents, but none of our kids believe that. Like they, they, come on. So yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, I think as far as like for individuals and families, I think they're allowed to have fun. Have fun with your kids. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with enjoying that time together. They're young. It's like let them let them be imaginative if they're yeah. imaginative. Let them uh, enjoy that that season. Right. right? Let, let them have that fun. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's, it's, it would be it would be different. I'm more annoyed with the Christians that tell other parents not to do it. Yeah, mind your business. Yeah, that that right. annoys me more. Disciple than, your kids. Yeah, <laughs> don't yeah, yeah just like, yeah. don't don't try to ruin our fun. Right. Let let, let the kids have fun. Yeah, like it's, it, it, listen, everybody's responsible for what they do. You know, some things that you teach your kids not important. Other like listen, but there are other things like teaching your kids, especially depending on where you live, you might need to teach them about Sasquatch. You know, Bigfoot. Because if they encounter, they start hearing what the wood knocking. They start hearing they I hear the wood knocking you. at night and they hear the whoop. Whoop, 
they hear the whoops. And they better know. They better know that ain't an Easter bunny. That's for yeah. real. And he will kill you. That's did you, what, that's did you watch that latest documentary? Which one? On, you haven't seen it yet? I don't know. What really? is it? It's called Smallfoot. It, it's a. It's actually. Uh, no, I haven't seen this. Oh, it's about Sasquatch. Yeah. Finding out about humans being alive. It's a, that's a kid cartoon. No, no, that's it's a, a kid cartoon. Just I just realized what it was. <laughs> Stop it. But I did recently watch a documentary on the legend of Boggy Creek, which, you know, that's about Bigfoot. I love that I had you for a few moments. All right. You know what, though? Like, so, like, the, the kids having fun with the Easter Bunny. Like, mm. even, like, we let our kids sit on Santa's lap, like, back in the day. Oh, even yeah. though they didn't believe in Santa, because it's fun. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's like sitting on hey, Mickey I Mouse's I always tell them, hey, but, you know, don't go around school. Telling yeah. kids, you know? Yeah, right. You, you leave it Don't alone. be that kid. Listen, and you're, you you can sit on Santa's lap, but you cannot sit on Joe Biden's lap, okay? That's a rule. Now, <laughs> what is wrong with you? There, here's the thing. We have a store in town here in St. Charles called Ghoulish Mortals. And Ghoulish Mortals is a horror uh, store. It's a storefront, yeah. right? And They're it's fully all funded by Joe. Horror, horror movie, <laughs> uh, artwork, and all kinds of stuff. Well, they have a scary Easter bunny that you could take you a picture You better be with. careful. CNN's going to do another article oh, about yeah. you. Oh, yeah. I'm really worried. I think all two people read that thing. Way to go, CNN. I'm pretty sure you, um, you, I, you I, drove more clicks. traffic. You, oh, yeah. No, you drove did. more traffic to them than they got on So I'm, I'll put up a picture of the Ghoulish Mortals because I'm going to take my kids for the Easter bunny pick with Ghoulish Mortals. All right. I'm out of water. Um, all right. So individual lit families kind of judge for themselves. Um, but we, all, Jimmy and I are big on this. Like, don't mind mindlessly adopt cultural practices whatever it is even if it's a you think it's a good thing think it through be careful be practical be wise yeah um don't just do something because well i'm allowed to do it i'm gonna do it well listen there are pros and cons there are potential dangers make sure your conscience is clear there's a lot of things you got to consider right so don't mindlessly adopt yeah don't lose sight of jesus in the midst of this right that, that's the most important thing especially for families and individuals well and churches but here we're talking about the easter bunny if you're doing the easter bunny thing okay but don't lose sight of jesus yeah what if, churches do? Oh, go ahead. If you put effort into an Easter, what's it, an Easter bunny kind of experience, fine. Do you put effort into discipling your kids on the resurrection? Oh. I mean, it, like, you know, you're going to hide eggs. You know, Oh, it, the, the worst is the hiding of the eggs. I hate hiding them. I'm so glad my kids are older now, so I don't have to do that anymore. They're running around hiding all these eggs. You got to make sure that every kid has enough of the egg. And then they bring their friends over. You got to have more eggs. So you're going to do all, you spend all I think that Jen time. Jen does all that for No, you. I did that. That was my job. Oh, you don't She do had to it. cook the ham and the turkey and all and that stuff. And she ate all the eggs. No, I, 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 I know your I hid the eggs and you I did, did it with I a bad your, attitude. No, you're sitting over there eating uh, you know a You know what I do when I started doing that? Pizza, though? what? You know what I started doing? Uh, we started inviting Michelle. And, not, they were always invited. But I like, hey, Michelle, it's my sister. You like, you like kids and stuff. Why don't you hide the eggs? And then I would just go smoke a cigar. Anyway. Um what are we talking about? We're talking about oh, yeah. not if you losing put that much time. Juice, if you yeah. put that much time into like that kind of experience, man, there's no excuse for you to not put in time to teaching your kids about the resurrection, what the scripture says, evidences for the resurrection of Jesus Christ. You know, what's a good logical, reasoned, historical argument uh, for the resurrection of Jesus, right? Depending on their age, there's a lot of different ways you can go about it. I like that. What about churches, though? So if individuals, yeah. uh, we're, we're, you know, we're giving them a wide berth. Churches, too. You would say churches, when it comes to the Easter Bunny, wide berth, do what you think is best. Uh, no, I'm just going to say stop it. Yeah, stop doing that. Yeah. Stop, stop it with these. I'm okay with like, I'm okay with the egg hunt. I'm okay with yeah. all that. But yeah, I, 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 that, that's where I say just stop. You know, we used to have a, we used to have a preschool here in the building. Mm. 
I'm going to tell this story. Oh. So we used to have a preschool here in the building. When we got the building, there was a preschool in here that was under the authority of the church that was in this building before us. So we took over the preschool, right, to, you know, shepherd it and to help it and facilitate yeah, yeah. whatever. And so some solid ladies working there, some some godly ladies working there. Uh, and then there were some ladies there as well that were uh, that pushed back on some of the things that we would say, hey, maybe we should do this instead. So we really like to let them do their thing. But when it came to like Christmas time, uh, some of them were pushing Santa Claus pretty hard. And so – uh, and of course, this is always Pastor Pat's job. He had the worst job ever. Um, uh, so Pat would have to go in and say, listen, Santa's cool. You don't have to be teaching anybody that Santa's not real. But this is a Christian preschool. This is an Orthodox Christian Evangelical Baptist preschool. And what we would like you to do is not push Santa. Leave Santa alone. Push Jesus because it's the birth of Jesus. So we're going to mm-hmm. focus on Jesus. And there was a whole lot of hate uh, for us making that sort of a call. So churches, you know, I'm pretty sure you still, you still get the hate for that. Oh man. I ran into, I was with my whole family at a food festival in downtown Geneva and we're walking. And so it's my wife and it's my kids. And I'm, I'm in the back of this line of, of my family and I'm passing one of these teachers and her husband. And, and so she's, she, we catch eyes. And as we're passing by each other, she calls me a really bad word <laughs> out loud. And my out kids loud. could hear. Oh, yeah, she your just kids like, can hear oh, yeah, everything. Uh-huh. That's horrible. Yep. Yeah, she called me the A word. Oh. It wasn't arrogant. It wasn't <laughs> what, antagonistic. What, both of which are true. Yes. It yeah. wasn't um, a caustic, adversarial. <laughs> you get the idea. I get the idea. Yeah. All right. So, big picture here. All right, first of all, hey, uh, thank you, dude, uh, unnamed citizen, listener, uh, lover of all things true and good. Thank you for the email. Um, is it a good practice to use gimmicks to get people to come to church? No, no, of course not. Don't use gimmicks to get people to church. Is it a good use of church funds? No. No, don't do that. Listen, love people and preach Jesus. Uh, and that gives us some some room for disagreeing and doing yeah. things. But our take is don't uh, don't use gimmicks to get people to church. We're about Jesus. We need to stay focused on Jesus. Yeah. Right? We, we, we do want to love our neighbors and we should look for opportunities. Look for right? those opportunities. If you want to use this as an opportunity, use it. But like Joe said, don't. Don't try to have a captive audience. Don't try to do a gimmick. Don't don't make things mandatory. And I think we should just really be careful with the church's money. I mean, this Ugh. is this is the Lord's money. We it's are not our to, money. It is not. We are called to to steward it and to steward it well. Think about that. Like and ten thousand on a helicopter. Why? That could you, go to your benevolence fund and help a family. I can refurnish my office, man. Stop it. Stop that, it. You know what? I can stop. I can it. go on a safari. Oh, so I, can go on a saf- I can go on a safari. First of all, that's not enough for you to go on a safari. Not if I want the big game. You got to go for the mm, twenty thousand on that. Yeah, one. that's. <laughs> <laughs> We're horrible people. Hey, uh, seriously, when especially when 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 church when congregational churches are making decisions financially, yeah, yeah, and when elders uh, or leadership in the church are making decisions financially, we had better remind ourselves again and again: this is not our money. This is not my money. Now that means a couple of things. One. Um, for the leadership, it means, okay, number one, this money belongs to the Lord. So we want to use it in a way that honors him and blesses people. And number two, it's not our money. It comes from the congregation. So while it is no longer their money, it is in a sense, the church's money, it belongs to God. But so you don't just get to do whatever you want with it. You really got to be smart about these things. Actually, I think we should do an episode on uh, church budget. Ooh, let's do that. Let's do that. We should do an episode on that. I'll put some notes together. Are you going to put notes together? Well, yeah, because Joe, I, I, I'll put notes. To, I always put notes together. I, know, I can do the budget. Joe, you know, I can put Joe, the budget. You can't in even there. budget you. I budget me all the time. You can Jen budget. Dude, you. I budget so well. I over budget. <laughs> I'm over budget <laughs> every day. That's how good I am. I'm I just, an overachiever. I, I sent a text message with uh, Krista today about about you and how I won't even let you have a D and D credit card. <laughs> 
I have the number. I have the number. I, I, I can make. I can't show it. I don't have a physical copy of it. But you know, if I wanted to, you know. So listen, I I could I could I could do a budget episode. Well, you could you could be part of it. Uh, but I'll, can I'll I be the on num- the episode? Yeah. Can I say some stuff? Sure. Okay. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about it later. <laughs> well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You could follow us on Instagram and Twitter at DocAdivo or on Facebook slash Doctor and Devotion. You can head to the website, DocTorDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can set up, sign up for the email blast or hit up the store, JopoStore.com. Yeah, so great. Can't even read copy. Fresh pod every Monday and Thursday. Blog posts on Wednesdays. Video content on Fridays. Later. Later.